What's up, guys? How are you? Welcome into a Monday morning edition of the Daily Juice Podcast. My name is Matt Peralta. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt. We're here every single morning, wherever you get your audio pod- podcast, YouTube for the video, and the offer from BetMGM is still relevant, in, including tonight. $10 bet on anything with a new account. You win $150 in BetMGM when you use that promo code JUICE150 at BetMGM.com or BetMGM on the application where it's available in the state that you live in. Okay, so not a good weekend. Kind of a bummer day. We got off to a pretty rocky start, had a really good middle, and then the Bucks game really killed us. So let's start with the good. The Wong teaser is now 10 and 4 on the year. It's the one thing that consistently is hitting for me in the NFL. Maybe the only thing that's consistently, although props have been pretty good too. Consistently now 10 and 4 for the Wong teaser. We get that correct. 3 and 1 on the props. We would have gotten 4 0. Godwin would have gotten there. He got hurt with six catches. We needed over seven and a half. He had six late second quarter. I mean, he would have gotten at least two more catches, if not more. And then Mike Evans going out, Leonard Fournette going out. I mean, I mean, that's just that's betting. And look, I mean, a lot of people are saying, oh, the Bucks are vulnerable. What you saw was Tom Brady with the Patriots. That's what that is. I mean, Brady went to Tampa for a reason. <laughs> he went there because they have weapons. The Patriots did not have weapons and really still don't have a ton of weapons either. But that's why Brady went there because of Evans and Fournette and Godwin and the guys you could throw to Antonio Brown suspended. So like without your top four offensive weapons, you're going to get shut out. And that's exactly what happened. They got shut out. Credit that Saints defense. We were right to tease it down. I mean, I did not think the Saints were going to score very much. They scored nine points. (laughs) Nine points was good enough to beat Tom Brady at home in prime time. So that stinks. Got that wrong. And then the Titans just completely fell apart, man. That minus one and a half should have been good enough, but four turnovers, three in the second half, and they just fell apart. So the Titans over nine and a half wins. We still need one more of those. And now there are now the, the Steelers are two wins away from cashing that over eight and a half. I still think there's a good chance that we wind up with eight wins for the Steelers, but they have seven now. So it's getting a little tight. We week 16, 17, 18. We need them to lose two of the next three games, which we see their schedule. It's likely, but we need that to happen for us to wind up getting ourselves under eight and a half wins for the Steelers. Uh, the Falcons lose. So they stay where they are with six wins. We need two more wins out of the Falcons there to get there. Uh, And then the Raiders and the Raiders tonight take on the Baltimore, sorry, the uh, Cleveland Browns. And I'm going to tell you right here, right now, I'm not touching the game. I'll get involved live, but we don't know who's playing quarterback. The line movement back to Browns minus three. That tells me that we are going to see Baker Mayfield playing. He's going to get cleared out of protocols. The line move has been just so stupid where it was six and a half Cleveland and then swung all the way to four and a half for the Raiders and has now come all the way back to three for the Browns. It just doesn't. I don't know how you bet that game. We don't know who's in. We don't know who's out. We don't know who's playing quarterback. You mean for prop bets, for anything, I have no idea. So live and the weather may be a factor, too. So so for live, I am going to wait and I very well might bet the under that game live, depending on how it goes. Might bet the over in that game, depending how the game goes and who plays. So nothing on the Browns and the Raiders. But before I give you the Vikings and the Bears, because I am involved with three picks to give you for Vikings and the Bears here in just one second. I want to say quickly about the next couple of weeks. Okay, so here is what's going to happen. And here is what is happening. It is Christmas, okay? A lot of you who gamble 
this can be a tough time for you guys. Okay. And this is where in the time of the year where problem gambling can really rear its head. Bankroll management right now is extremely important. Okay. If you are gambling to get Christmas presents, if you are gambling to try to pay off debt right now before the end of the year, if you are doing anything but having fun when it comes to these picks and games, you have to stop. Okay. I am huge on recognizing problem gambling and trying to get help. If you need help, my DMs are always open. I will do my best to direct you to the right place in your state to get help. Okay. Christmas, the holidays, New Year's, these are all big triggering events for a lot of people. Okay. And I don't want you to feel alone. I don't want you to feel lost. I don't want you to feel like I don't know what to do. So just know that if you got nothing, you got me. Okay. And DM me, let me know, and I'll do my best to help you guys out. Okay. If you're not having fun, stop. It's that simple. Stop. We have COVID issues all over the place. The NHL today announced that they're not crossing the border until the holiday break is over, meaning Canada is staying in Canada and the USA is staying in the USA. That is 2020, okay? <laughs> when the leagues had to separate, essentially, you had a Canadian NHL and a US NHL, and then they played it basically on a neutral ice. It's it's incredible that we're here, that we're going backwards, but man, the uh, New York always was kind of the canary in the coal mine, and I can't tell you how many people I've spoken to in New York and in New Jersey, in Connecticut, who have COVID. I mean, it is running through that area right now. And that only means it's going to hit Chicago and Dallas and Los Angeles. Like we're just weeks behind, right? It's all going to come like it did before, where it starts in New York and then comes through the entire country. So what will we look like coming up in two months? I don't know. I, I'm going to be honest. I don't know. But it's hard to bet right now. It's very difficult to bet right now. And there are all sorts of crazy things going on. So if you are struggling, shorten the bankroll, drop the unit size, or just don't bet at all. Okay. There's nothing wrong with it. Watch the game. Have fun. You don't have to have money on it. You don't have to. Okay. Look, I, I know it's hard for me because I've been doing some math and because we're getting you know, close to the end of the year. It's been a bad NFL season for me. I have not, I mean, good in college football. I've been bad in the NFL. I have made over 2,200 bets in the history of the daily juice. Okay. My percentage is 50.5, 50.5. I'm essentially a coin flip. Okay. Which would make sense because that really is what gambling is for most people. It's a coin flip. And so what, what, what causes us to be down the juice? I'm essentially down the juice. We have to do all the calculations. It's right now 11. I'm down 11 units historically in the history of the daily juice from July 7th, 2020 to what is it? December the 20th, 2021. Okay. <laughs> I have bet every day over 2,200 bets and we're hitting at a 50.5% clip. Okay. That's to give you an idea of just how difficult it is to make money off the books. And there are people who do this. And I've said this numerous times. There are people who are better than me at this. And if you fade me and I make you money, great. If I trail you and I make you money, great. Okay. But this is not easy to do. That's why it has to be about entertainment and the community we've built with the Discord channel with over 10,000 users and a podcast that's you know, listen to 8,000 times a day and watched about two to 3,000 times a day and just 
put up, you know, we're going to get to 3000 bets at some point in the early part around April of 2022. 3,000 bets. And we're going to get ourselves in probably, you know, we're at 10,000 users on Discord. Maybe you get to 15,000 users, you know, by the summer, if not more. And new people join every day and they come in and they're, and they're a part of the community. And it's just, it's it's a lot of fun. So I'm always telling you guys, I'm, I try to be as transparent as possible. This has been, you know, a bad NFL year, which is weird because last year in the NFL, I went into the playoffs up. I think I think it was 13 units I was up in the NFL going into the playoffs. I lost nine units in the postseason. I couldn't get a bet right to save my life in the playoffs. And then I went eight and oh in the Super Bowl last year. Now I made quarter unit bets on all those plays because I'd been so bad in the regular in the postseason that I just couldn't stomach, you know, losing five, six, seven units in the in the Super Bowl. But I went eight and oh, clean sweep, rocked it. So I ended up you know, it was a profitable NFL year last year, but it wasn't highly profitable because I gave it all back. So now I'm down pretty large in the NFL. So let's see what happens here in the postseason. Maybe I get hot in the playoffs and maybe we make a run in the playoffs and we, you know, pick up some of the slack that, we're, that we've been lacking here. So, you know, it's a roller coaster ride. It's up and down. You guys have been with me. For those of you who have been with me since the beginning, you guys have seen me get hot. You guys have seen me cold. You've seen me hit big bets. We have a bunch of future wagers set to come in. And when that, when those start to hit, when the NBA and the NFL futures start to come in, that's where we kind of balance it out a little bit from a, a unit's perspective. So, We'll see. You know, we've got that plus 350 out there. We got a couple of, I mean, that Villanova to win the Big East. Uh oh, <laughs> I got a two unit bet on that on <laughs> going on Nova to win the Big East. We have Leo Chicago, uh, one unit on Leo Chicago to win the Valley at plus 150. That looks pretty good. That That's coming along nicely for them to win the Missouri Valley Conference regular season. So we've got college basketball futures. We've got NBA futures. We have NHL futures that all could come in. And that's been maybe my most profitable place of all the betting categories in the deuce history. It's probably been with that. So good stuff going with that. So anyways, I just want to take a couple minutes just to kind of get into that because I think it's important to get into that. Okay. So as I said, I'm not touching Raiders and the Browns. Maybe I'll get into it later. We got uh bowl games coming up. We'll get in some bowl game betting coming up Tuesday, Wednesday, and then we're, we're, well, we have two games tomorrow in the NFL, and then we have the bowl games on Wednesday and Tuesday for that matter. But bowl games and uh, we got a busy football week. If you like the NBA and the NHL, uh, I'm not going to be too heavily involved in that. Okay, so let's start talk Vikings Bears and let's start with where these teams are. ATS Minnesota at Chicago. The Vikings play every game close like we know. Okay, so far, <laughs> these are the margins so far with the Vikings. One by eight, lost by two, lost by eight, one by three, one by seven, lost by three, lost by four, one by six, one by two, lost by seven. Lost by one, lost by three, and then the one outlier at home back in late September, two-point dogs that won by 13. That is the only two-digit game the Vikings have played so far this year. Chicago is four and nine against the spread. They are one and seven against their conference. They are one and three against the division against the number. They are two and four against uh, two and four at home. And they are three and seven over their last 10. And they've failed to cover in over the last four games and last seven of eight. They have not covered. Didn't cover against Green Bay. Didn't cover against Arizona. Didn't cover against Detroit. Didn't cover against Baltimore. They were underdogs. In, all, in three of those four games, they were favored by two and a half against Detroit, and they won by two. Okay, didn't cover. 
Minnesota hasn't been covering either. Two of the last three, they've not covered. They won by eight as three and a half point favorites at home against Pittsburgh. Their last two games on the road against San Francisco, catching four and laying seven against Detroit. They did not cover. They lost both those games outright. One as a favorite, one as an underdog. So here they go tonight, taking on a Bears team that has been hit by COVID. Okay, we don't know everything about the COVID situation right now for the Bears. We're not positive who could get cleared, who may be on the list, who may be out. Andy Dalton's on the COVID list. So there really isn't a backup quarterback right now. Justin Fields is the guy he'll start. But, you know, could he come now with COVID? It, 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 uh, it is all kind of crazy. So I'm a little bit scared because we don't know this. So I am going to play around here and I am going to do a same game teaser. Now, I have not been great at these, but I don't want to get I was going to tease the Raiders up to nine and take the Vikings down to a half a point. But I just don't really trust this. Okay, I don't trust that the Raiders are going to hang around and I don't know what to make of the Raiders on the road. If the weather is bad and that that Browns defense goes to work. It might be a really long day for the Raiders. They could get blown out. It's not it's not out of the realm of possibility in my mind for them to get blown out. So let's talk about the Vikings and the Bears total. Okay, the total is 44 here in Vegas. I'm going to pull this thing down and go over 38. And here is why. The Vikings are 8 and 5 to the over and they're 6 and 1 on the road to the over this year, all right? They give up points. They gave up 28 to Pittsburgh, 27 to Detroit, 34 to San Francisco, 31 to the Green Bay Packers, 20 to the L.A. Chargers, 34 to the Baltimore Ravens. Okay, those are the last six games for this Vikings defense. They give up points. I think Chicago moves the football. But on the other side, Chicago, the last two games have also gone over. Chicago has scored 30 against Green Bay, 22 against Arizona, while giving up 33 and 45 points. Against Detroit and Baltimore, it went under, but that was a lot to do with the fact that the other team's offenses weren't that great. Pittsburgh, they gave up 29 points. They scored 27, went over by 16. Against San Francisco, they gave up 20, they gave 33, and they scored 22. Teams with offenses that are halfway decent, They give up points. I think tonight we're going to see points being scored by the Vikings. I'm going to pull this down for one unit at minus 120. Vikings minus a half a point over 38 for Chicago and Minnesota. Okay. Even with crummy weather in Chicago and even with where we are, I still think we're going to see points getting scored by both these teams over 38. I think the Vikings give up points and I think the Vikings score. Half a point. Vikings just win the game over 38 is my play here for a one unit. And I, and I totally agree that 38 scares me. I'm, I'm with you going with the total scares me, but I'm going to go with the over here. Six and one to the over on the road for the Vikings two and four for Chicago. But as I said recently, Chicago has been giving up points. So hopefully that continues here with the COVID issues and not having some of their key defenders due to being out. Khalil Mack is out for the year uh, with a foot injury. So they're missing some key key members of that defense. So they're giving up points. Let's go half a unit over 38. I've got two prop bets that I've already jumped in with here. And let's start with Darnell Moody, the receiver for the Chicago Bears. 50 and a half is the number for him right now at well, across the board. Bet MGM is where I got this at minus 115. 
Okay, at home, here are the numbers for Moody at home receiving, okay? He had 27 yards against the Cardinals. That's not great. But against Baltimore, he had 121. Against San Francisco, he had 64. Against Green Bay, he had 45, okay? So two times over the last four home games, he's gone over 50 and a half. However, he had 123 yards against Detroit on the road. He had 41 against Pittsburgh. He had... Uh, 39 against Tampa. He had 35 against the Raiders, 125 against the Detroit Lions. Okay. At home, like I mentioned, this defense is given up points. This defense is given up yards. I think that Moody being with Justin Fields, these two dudes really see eye to eye. These guys have a connection. He looks for him consistently down the field, in particular when he's scrambling around. He looks for him down the field. And the Vikings are giving up 7.1 yards per pass play. That's 25th best in the NFL. And 251.9 yards per game passing. That's 26th in the the NFL. They don't have a good pass defense. Okay. I'm going to go for Moody. Or Mooney, sorry, the best receiver here for the for the Bears to have a big game over 50 and a half receiving yards. The prop bet cheat sheet likes this as well. Darnell Mooney over 50 and a half receiving yards for the Bears at a quarter unit. Hopefully the win's not too bad here. That's going to really wreak havoc with the passing attack. And for the most part, I think we're going to be okay with this. My last look at the weather, I'll just do it one another thing. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be 42 degrees. It's not going to be nice, but it's not going to be awful. Partly cloudy, 42 degrees, winds at 14 miles per hour. Should be pretty fun. As long as that weather stays as is for this game, we should be okay. So Mooney over 50 and a half receiving yards. Speaking of receiving yards, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook has been And this might only be one catch like last week. Okay, Dalvin Cook had one catch for 17 yards. He was targeted three times. If you look at the way Cook has been targeted here by the offense in the last four games, five targets, four targets, seven targets, three targets. Okay, he's getting chances to catch the football. They're looking for him in the screen game. They're looking for him. He had one catch for 17 yards last game. His total is 17 and a half for this game. Game before this against San Francisco, 64 yards on six catches. Game before that against Green Bay, 29 yards on three catches. And the game before that against the Chargers, 24 yards on three catches. Okay, he's been utilized. He has gone three and one over the last four games to this number. However, the one game he didn't go over, it was 17. So he was off on the hook. I'm going to go over 17 and a half receiving yards for Dalvin Cook here against the Bears. Like I mentioned, we've got two defenses that are giving up points. The Bears passing offense, uh, passing defense is not that great. 7.2 yards per pass play. That's 27th in the NFL. 216 yards per game, though, is top 10 in the NFL. It's only seventh best. They do get after the quarterback. They have the number one sacking percentage defense. That's throughout when they had Mac and whatnot, but they still get after the quarterback. That's where the screen game comes in. Guys get up, you get Dalvin cook on a screen and zoop. He goes for 20 yards and we catch this bet. Okay. That's the play. Hopefully at some point during the game, Dalvin cook over 17 and a half receiving yards here at a quarter unit. All right. Three plays on the bears and the, uh, and the Vikings coming up again. I may have a half unit play live going into the Raider game. I may have a prop better two going for the Raider game against the Browns, but nothing pregame because I cannot trust who is in and who is out due to the COVID protocols for the Browns. I think Mayfield's playing. Maybe not. I don't know, but let's see if by some weird chance to this right now, if by some weird chance 
the the the, the Raiders go off as a favorite. And we have plus money on the Browns money line because we're on six and a half for the Raiders at minus 110. Well, we can hedge that by putting a half a unit on the Browns plus money to win the game. So if the Raiders win, we cash that six and a half. The Browns win, we cash a plus money bet at a half a unit. Okay, so just a heads up on that. If by chance the Browns were to go off on the money line as a dog, we're getting plus money right now. They're not. They're minus one fifty five on the money line right now. A lot of movement has to happen again to get to plus money for the Browns. But if by chance you know they scrap their whole team or whatever may happen. I would take the Browns simply because if the Raiders win, we cash that six and a half point, that the six and a half future bet on them for one unit. So come back with the Browns, kind of a hedge on that. And we may have a second chance to do that again against the Broncos. So we could potentially, if they do lose out, we could make some money by fading the Raiders, knowing we have that. So kind of playing off that total, that that one unit bet that we've got for the Raiders to win over six and a half games. Just a heads up. Okay. So again, we're going half a unit. Over 38, one unit, minus 120, same game teaser for Vikings Bears. Darnell Mooney, over 15 and a half receiving yards and over 17 and a half receiving yards for Dalvin Cook here for our three plays for Monday night football for us here for the Daily Juice. My name is Matt Peralta. Follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt. Every morning, it's the Daily Juice podcast. Always being brought to you by BetMGM. MGM.